Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Dear Kiki. Dear Captain. Red flag to you. Desperate housewife. Pino Grigio. Doesn't want to marry. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Beths. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast. I'm Ray. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say the podcast. Yeah. We're the podcasting Beths. Who? Podcast. And that's Stephanie. I'm Stephanie. The podcast where. Right. <laughs> We're. Let's start over, shall we? Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Biffs. Hello. <laughs> See, now it feels more natural. Welcome. Welcome to Hill Advised. We're the Biffs. I'm Ray. Stephanie. And this is the podcast where two lifelong best friends tell you what to do when someone else already did. And not your mom. Or your therapist. You're quite welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I guess um, I'll jump into the, um, actually, no, Biff, tell me about your week. Let's just go there. I know we saw each other and recorded the last episode like five days ago, but. Well, if our listeners could see the bags under my eyes, I wouldn't have to tell you about my week. Well, I can't see them, so. Then my concealer is great. Fantastic. I've had one of them weeks. And I'm even done statistics. God damn it. <laughs> you got the hardest part of your college education out. Right. And my child wants to be the absolute craziest she's ever been in oh her God. two and a half years of life. Great. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you which is really funny. No, on occasion. <laughs> on, on occasion, you're okay. On occasion, I'm fine. No, um, Agreed. Uh, so, like... Have you gotten any reprieve this week, or has it been just the case of the terrible two squared? Yep. Yeah. A, a, alongside no sleep, so oh. it's like double, like you don't have the proper rest to fucking deal mm. <laughs> with the madness, so it's right. just like... Do you want to tell our listeners about the uh, Creamer incident? Mm, no. Because <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Ah. <sighs> I love my flavored creamers. You do. And I had a giant bottle of the hazelnut creamer and then a regular size of my coconut creamer. And the other day when I was in the bathroom, my child wanted to make floor coffee (laughs) and dumped out, completely dumped out both of my creamers on my floor. Oh, my God. It was hell. It was hell. I literally walked out of the bathroom and just cried. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. And then, I mean, I would. And then wanted floor coffee. Yes. <sighs> How was your week? Um, my cellulitis is almost gone. Yes, it my is. My face is like almost back to normal, which is nice. I'm not Your in face pain. doesn't have a face. My face doesn't have a head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's fantastic. But it's been pretty like... I don't know. What's the right word? I mean, outside of working from home, because mm-hmm. God forbid I take a sick day. Literally, uh, literally God forbid. God forbid. But um, 
I don't know. It's been pretty laid back otherwise. Biff. I know. Is this your first recording? It must be. Even I remembered to put my phone on vibrate. Listen, I think this must be a first for me. Also, tell him hi. No, it was just a email. <laughs> That's not my text tones. That can't keep up. That Your phone makes a lot of noises. Oh, I'll tell him hi for you, though. <laughs> um, One yeah. of them weeks, busy. No, it's, like, been, it's, been, it's been busy in terms of work and in terms of everything else. I mean, it's been pretty great. Um, I think when I saw you, and maybe I mentioned this in our last recording because it was just a few days ago, but like Wednesday was the first day I Didn't felt feel like, like I'm back. Oh yeah. yeah, you did mention that. Did I? Okay. Like I'm back. It's me. I found me again. Here I am. Hi, hi, hi. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, no, it, it feel, I feel good. I'm good. Um, it's good. Yeah. It's good. You went through a little bit of a downwards i think i needed to go through that i know like i say all these prolific bullshit things like you need to do that it was meant for that yada 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 but like i needed to go through that i needed to kind of see that whatever kicked all of this off i.e me was what needed to be first and i wasn't doing it so i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but it does to me. So. I was going to say it does to me. I don't, but I've also known you for right. 25 years. So, oh, we're going to 25 now? Yeah. Yeah, fuck 20. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been interesting. I feel like, uh, when's the right time to talk about these things? When you feel great? <laughs> or when you like. When it feels right when it for feels you. Right. I for think, you specifically. Yeah, no, you're right. And I, it actually does feel right for me to talk about it. But I actually want to save this conversation. Because um, we are. So this, this episode's getting released the first Wednesday in May. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So Stephanie Has it always I, been? I have no fucking clue. I always thought it was March. So that's why I asked Google, and Google's like, no, it's May, hmm. in an Australian accent that I can't replicate to save my life. I wish I could. Can I you try? Can't. Donkey. No. <laughs> that's more that's Scottish. <laughs> Can you try anyway? I wouldn't even know what to do. Uh, Chubna? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving that alone. I'm not offending anyone overseas. You're welcome. Um, but... Yeah, we decided that we're going to kind of stray off of our usual format for the next few weeks Mm -hmm. and kind of discuss our own mental health struggles and mental health in general Mm -hmm. to remove the stigma of this bullshit. It's not, do not be ashamed to have mental health issues. Do not be ashamed to seek help or treatment for mental health issues. I don't have words. You can keep going, though. Well... I think we should just do the wine and get it out of the way so we can, because I have a lot to say also. Excellent. Fantastic. Mm. Okay. Um, So we're drinking a um, 19, yeah, a 2019. We've been drinking. Yeah, we've been drinking. Only not really. I was going to say one white claw. One white claw. (laughs) Um, So we have a 2019 Chardonnay from Sonoma County, and it's from Simi. I mean, I wouldn't pronounce it any other way, would you? Sim Simma. Sim Simma. Semi, S-I-M-I. 
Um, it was $18.99 for the bottle, and we're going to try it right now, right in front of you. <laughs> right. Mm. I like it. It's juicy. <laughs> That's true, Mike. Right? Sorry, guys. Your, my, uh... your saliva glands are salivalating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to have That's my real bad. Real bad. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't I'm know why. <laughs> if you guys get that, please send us an email. Yes, tell uh, us what you like on your hot dogs. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, no matter how strange it is. You can reach us at you've been ill advised at gmail.com. And also on Facebook and Instagram at Proudly. Ill advised the podcast. All in for one. All for one and one for ill advised oh. the podcast. <laughs> Cheers to that again. Cheers to that again. Let's just do it. Okay. We'll sip another one. Yes. It's going to be gone anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just very, one of them days. Just one of them weeks. Did you have therapy this week, or should we save that for the closing? I like we not. usually do. You didn't. Okay. Did we'll not. save it for the closing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, um, well, since we're getting right into it, I actually had something um, when you mentioned to, like, break the stigma and like it made me think of um when I, I okay so frankly I had zero idea about I mean I knew about mental health and stuff but I had zero idea that I struggled with it isn't that interesting so like, fucking I literally was 20 when my sister just casually mentioned like that's just fucking anxiety. And like, this was something that I had struggled with for probably since my, probably since even before I was a teen. I couldn't, I just always felt like I was just weird. I was weird. I couldn't do things that my other friends could do. I couldn't call and order a pizza. I couldn't go, you know, my mom would send me in to go pay for the gas and I'd freak out like internally like oh my god and then I'd like make one of my brothers go instead and like I just so for like literally like since early teens and before I just had like this severe anxiety that I didn't get my first job till I was I think 17 because every time I got a job interview or just like anything that had to do with like actually you know just not filling out the um, not progress report. But, yeah, <laughs> but you can fill you. up your own progress report. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, yeah, I just would bail and I wouldn't show up or I'd like freak out. I'd have a fucking giant panic attack. And like, I just thought it was weird. And like, I always needed, you know, a friend, like our old friend that pretty much, well, she did live with us. Mm-hmm. Like I, everything I had to do, doctor's appointments, everything, like I made her come with me. Like, right. And I just always thought I was just, like, weird. Like, and literally one day my sister, I don't even know. I'm sure something that came, yeah, something came up and I was like, oh, no way. And she was like, dude, it's just freaking anxiety. And I'm like, what the frick is anxiety? She was like, what you have. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not a weirdo. I'm not, like, like, this is something that, like. But still, it wasn't something that you thought to seek help for right away because it was still something that you I didn't it know was it was like a taboo thing. you know what I mean like my parents never my dad used to 
you know, crack jokes about me, not because, like, would all sit down, like, oh, let's have pizza tonight. And my dad would be like, Steph needs to call and order the pizza. And, like. <laughs> Shit, I guess we're having <laughs> right, in the fridge. Right. You know, so, like, they knew that I had this issue, but I don't know if they were aware, like, mm-hmm. hey, that's anxiety. Or if they just, like, didn't think like it was, weird. like, this big deal. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, just, like. Get a fucking job. Well, the whole you know the whole mean? thing around mental health disorders in general, it just, it seems so taboo to me. Like, I actually was fascinated when I came to the realization that it was like talking about AIDS or like talking about being gay. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that like you kind of swept under the rug. You didn't discuss it. You mm-hmm. just, and that just made people hide. And it made people more anxious, I mm-hmm. think. At least it made me feel anxious. I think, actually, I'm sorry. So I think just to a blanket statement, um, like on myself, if I talk about me going forward, and I think it's important for everyone to know, one of the big reasons we started this podcast, um, I have suffered since I was a teenager from um, depression and severe anxiety disorder. And I'm really good at hiding it, mm-hmm. I think. I'm really good at hiding yeah, it. Yeah, you're depressed is not the... I'm a high functioning, yeah, depressed, yeah. So that's just me. I don't know if you're comfortable sharing. Oh, the depression. Oh, yeah, the depression or whatever. Yeah, the anxiety, the The PTSD. I was diagnosed with right shortly after my sister told me about the anxiety. So I'm like, okay, well, let me go get freaking help for this. Since if this isn't something that I have to like live with the way I've been living with, then friggin' a. Right. It felt like a relief. Like, oh, I can. Like, I don't have to feel like this every second of my life. And, um, yeah. But also, I also had... Um, so that de- was the first the time for you bouts. Yeah, with your sister. That was the first time that you acknowledged or realized that you had... That I'm not just a weirdo. Right. Like, that there's actually something that's like, oh, my God, I can get help for this. Like, I don't have to just live this way because it was exhausting. It was mm-hmm. difficult. And then I have my family, like, yelling at me, like, just do it. Just get a job. You're 17. Go get a job. And I'm like, I try. I try and I literally can't breathe and run away before I even step foot in for the interview. Like, it, so it was, yeah. It was, it was like a relief to know, like, oh, my God. I'm not just a weirdo. Like, this has an actual thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a diagnosed condition. It's scientifically that you can get help for, right. so you don't have to live with it in the way that you live with it. It just pisses me off to think about how it was always something behind closed doors. You know, you hear about it more, especially with like celebrities bringing it to light. Like, mm-hmm. there's more discussion about depression, anxiety. Um, bipolar disorder, um, even ADD, ADHD, Mm -hmm. like these are mental health conditions that people just kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's amazing to me how we kind of just glossed over it, you know, and now it's, it's being recognized more and being talked about more and even contributors to a bunch of other things on top of, you know what I mean? So like, and everything I believe, I always believed everything is kind of woven together, right? So Mm -hmm. there's, who cares what the underlying cause is at this point, but what's it affecting at this, you know, at this stage in your life? You know, for me, it was affecting my ability to make friends, my ability to maintain friends, Mm -hmm. my my ability to 
step outside the house. I was going to say, take come to the high school parties. Yeah. Without yeah. knowing you every single that. soul that was there. Yeah. yeah, we used to have to lie to you every weekend. Yeah. Who's going? Oh, it's just us. Yeah. And I fucking believed it. <laughs> I know. I fucking believed it. <laughs> Little did like, we know. Because I was like, well, I could just sit home by myself. Mm-hmm. Or I could go with my friends because I'm fucking young and should be getting cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, I don't know. My beginnings were different and i didn't think i didn't get diagnosed with depression until i was maybe 15 16 and at that point i was suffering more with like identity like that was i'm sure that was like a huge part of it was the depression immense i was suffering like i was trying hard to figure out who i was knowing who i was while trying to project who I should be, yeah. who I thought everyone wanted me to mm-hmm. be. And that's still a problem for me today. Oh, I'm sure. Like how people, like what people perceive of me, you know, how they see where I am in life. Right. I actually am going through something right now that I'm like, mm. that I might actually share. Um, well, where I'm like, not to cut you off. Yeah. Because I want you to continue on. But did you, were you aware that like, this is depression and anxiety that you have? Not until I was diagnosed with it. So you were pretty much like me, just like, I was struggling just and trying to, like... This is who I am. Well, I also knew that, I, like, this is a big secret. So for me, a lot of my identity was like, dude, you're gay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're fucking gay. It's okay. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Right, because you not only were afraid to obviously come out, terrified. but you were terrified to be gay. Yeah, I was, a, I was terrified. I was terrified because that's like, it was just condemned all around. Never mind with my family. I was going to say, just, especially for your culture. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't the 80s. Like, I have Latino family mm-hmm. on my dad's side. I guess my mom's side, too. Although Brazilians don't identify as Latino. Some of us don't. Most of us don't. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like, where the culture right. is machismo ism i just made up a word (laughs) like that machismo like the like toxic masculinity is at the forefront you know what i mean um and they guide the family and they lead the family i was like i'm gonna have like 500 kids i'm gonna have all these bitches Mm -hmm. i'm gonna like (laughs) yeah Yeah. but like i definitely will never be gay i won't do it i'm never coming out because i can't do it never yeah so it's because it's not allowed yeah, but, but I think also for you to feel like that you didn't want to be gay on top of like, yeah. not yeah. only do I not want to be gay, but I can't tell anyone even if I am gay. Right. I think that's yeah. like. That's so, it's so insane to think back in high school how we were so liberal with the use of and the damnation of anyone who was, but the word faggot was, I can't believe how, and now I liken it to like the N word. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's not the same Mm -hmm. thing before anyone crucifies me. It's definitely not the same thing, but it's just, it's that it's, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. I think it took me like a year to like get that word out of my vocabulary. Yeah, I think after you came out to me. Oh, really? Is when I started like, oh my god, I say this a lot, and I need to stop. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, you and I have been friends for so long that like, I don't know. I, I don't want to give too much information either. So I'm like, um, why? But no, no, not that, not like just you and I, but like my mom, for example, she wasn't very accepting of this when I came out to her and all this stuff. It was Mm. actually a struggle for us. And I lived at our friend's house, the same friend who you would send (laughs) to like do shit for you. I lived at her house for like two weeks and I just, um, I just remember, um, my mom was just like, trying to be my mom and but she well you came out at what age i was 19 after my son was born Mm. yeah yeah pray the gay away you know what i mean Um, my mom's trying yeah your mom's trying (laughs) (laughs) Um, no but now like my mom my mom and i have a relationship i really want to tell this story but i really want everyone to put this whole Thing behind them my mom and I are very close and we tease each other all the time and sometimes and it's just to me she doesn't say it to anybody else who doesn't say anything she just look at me she'd be like you fag yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and it's be- and I know that it's she's not coming from a place of malice so that's like totally different you know yeah it's um, almost like you guys can kind of joke about right. how right you know in the beginning when mm-hmm. you came out how it was like now you can you know laugh about it yeah it's, which I think it's is so different she would great. never you know Oh, yeah, use no it way. in public or no to way. defend anything or like you know what I mean like it's not yeah. she never would know in fact right now she's taken a stance against um, a close family member's friend um, because they were I don't know if you were there for that conversation because they were talking about me and my sister like she's got a fag and a dyke and my mom's like, all right, I guess I'm not going to my sister's 60th birthday because that bitch is going to be there and I'll cut wow. her. Yeah. So that's. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't tell you that. No. Oh, well, now you know. I can't wait to find out. Who now America knows. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you've been at a party with her. Great. Yeah. Excellent, huh? Now I really I can't wait know. to meet her so I can go over there in a crop top and be like, look, I'm a fag. A rainbow crop top. Yep. With cut off jeans. Yes. I'm sorry, we're getting off track. Oh. The whole gay thing is just a contributor to it. This isn't a coming out story. Great. Because um, mental health not gay awareness. Right. Gay awareness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, I get it. I hope you guys get it. Yeah, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Gays exist, guys. <laughs> now you know. You've been ill advised. <laughs> we, we've been ill-informed. Like, oh, uh, no, but like that's that was part of my anxiety my depression oh, I'm sure. growing Can't, up you know on top carrying of that because you yeah. were what age when you were like oh my god i think i'm gay i was young so i was young safe to say that's probably one you know what the funny thing is is that i would in my head i can't even like i'm not making this shit up i remember specifically every time my mom would mention my dad i'd be like i hate men i'd be like <gasps> i'm so gay <laughs> I just, I literally remember that. I can tell you exactly where I was. That's like funny. She was like, she said something about my dad because he didn't come pick us up or something. And I was like, I fucking hate men. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Plot some, twist. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, that fueled a lot of my anxiety and my depression as a teenager. Um, yeah. You know, and then, of course. then not to mention being a teenager and being the apex of who what your identity is like who are you you know what i mean yeah it's confusing enough when you don't have additional 
Right. So I can only imagine like, things to sift through. Like you, your story is like you didn't know it existed. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, you knew about it, but you didn't know that was like your problem. Yeah. And for me, with family experiences, I was like, am I depressed? Am I sad? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Am I, because yeah. I'm, you know, my mom suffered from it. Um, mm. And it's, it's, she actually suffered from it big time. And I still to this day don't know what the root cause was. She's so much better these days, but um, there was like a turning point where she was, um, hospitalized and that's when i really learned about depression and anxiety and i was like 13. yeah that's young that's young yeah but i mean i didn't identify with it at that moment right it was until she moved us from boston to out here yeah in these like quasi rural like where are the cows area <laughs> yeah. yeah where we're just like that's when i started feeling the anxiety and the depression take over yeah, I can imagine, because here you are struggling with everything you're struggling with and then also having to start over, and yeah, that's fucking huge. I really think that we should even just dedicate a whole fucking discussion to teenagers going through anxiety disorders. And what that looks like. And what it looks like. It looks like, from my perspective, it looks like sadness. The constant need to fit in even though you have a friend group. Mm. Um, it looks like fighting and arguing with your parents every single fucking day. Um, yeah. and, and for you, it's a little bit different. Uh, mine was terrible. I was so angry. Angry, angry, angry. I would physically fight everyone all the time for no reason. Like, oh, you looked at me? What, bitch? I remember. Like, it was just anger and I was constantly steal my dad's pain meds I would steal alcohol like weed just constantly trying to not feel not feel not feel not feel like just I don't even remember like a crap ton of my like teen years because I just so always wanted I'll tell to you like, <laughs> please don't what do you want to know <laughs> please don't like, I just was constantly trying to like numb the anxiousness and the anger and like obviously anger is the secondary the yeah <laughs> you know anger is obviously the secondary feeling of like hurt and like sadness and you had a lot more going on too than just like the surface level stuff like you had your family issues going on your parents separating oh yeah all kinds of family um, issues but i mean battling that as a teenager especially like, not knowing like i just thought i was weird and like I need to be drunk to like feel normal. That's yeah. what, and I literally was drunk. I used to bring water bottles of vodka to school because yes. I just made me feel normal. Like, oh, I'm a normal person now. I don't clam up and have a fucking panic attack, which I didn't know that's what it was at the time. Yeah. Just for asking the teacher to go to the bathroom. Like it just, it makes sense to me now why I was like so angry and like lashing out because I was so fucking confused on top of like, and you, Just, you were in a family that didn't acknowledge its existence yeah. in general. Oh, yeah, no way. Like, I don't, with with my family, I think we only acknowledged it because of, my mom would kill me if she listened to this podcast, and God, she doesn't. <laughs> but, like, the issues with her, we wouldn't acknowledge <laughs> it otherwise. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, if it wasn't like forced. And now this whole family it. talks about how like our our anxiety is hereditary. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. we're all fucking like on edge all the time. And the people who aren't medicated, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? But then, like for you guys, you guys like for you. I mean, you didn't seek any treatment until recent years, right? Or was it even before that? Probably somewhere in my 20s. Okay. Because I'm like, well, if I don't have to fucking feel like this, then fucking hey, let's go. Which at the time didn't help because I didn't take any of the medication that I was prescribed for or like did any of the personal work, you know what I mean? And actually, just a quick note on medication, it's... A game of hit or miss. I'm. You're still missing, <laughs> right? Yes. Four or five antidepressants later. Oh my god! It's just it's a it's a game of hit or miss. Um, please don't be discouraged by your own experience. Just keep going. Um, it, it really, it's really a matter of finding what works for you and your your chemistry. Mm-hmm. And it's just so it it blows my mind to think that our genetic makeup has something to do with how um, how the chemical effect of a medication, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just. Works or doesn't work. Right. It just blows my fucking mind. Science continues to blow my fucking mind. I know. Literally. literally. And this is why if we talk about God, I'm like hung up on a fence. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. Um, yeah, for you guys, uh, when was it, I guess, for you that you thought it was okay to kind of talk about it? Because it wasn't until you were in your early 20s, maybe even 19, if I remember correctly. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I actually remember the yeah. first time going to a therapist in my late teens. Because yeah. I remember that's right around when I was diagnosed with PTSD, which was like a whole nother thing. I'm like... That's PTSD. Like that's soldiers. something. Yeah, that's exactly where I, I go. 18, right? 19 years old have PTSD. And now you I think go. about like your history. Yeah. And I'm like, of course. Of course I, I have it. PTSD. Like, what the fuck? Um, I th- so for me, I feel like my family, um, we were so, I've mentioned before, like we just are super traditional men are men, women are women. And I feel like a lot of that was also like just get over it right you know what i mean right like just it's like that first get though. over it like i stopped crying and i think that's like, yeah and it's yeah. like i now i have to also hide my panic and anxiety which made it worse you know what i mean because i can't tell my dad oh my god i have a job interview but i'm freaking the fuck out and like i'm Instead of like being assisted and guided, it's gonna be like Danny Tanner. Like, yeah, <laughs> he was rest in peace, Bob Saget. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was like, get the fuck over it, right. go fucking to the interview. Thank you next. <laughs> and then I wouldn't, and then it would be like this: you need a fucking job, I'm, I'm gonna take your phone away. And it's like, <laughs> but I need my I, BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> I just paid six hundred dollars for it. Yeah, so it just was like, I guess that's. Part of, like, why I always just thought it was weird, because, like, I just, you know, we grew up with, like, just get over it. We didn't go to the doctors or hospital, literally, unless our bones were popping out of our skin, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, it wasn't a thing to, like, go seek help or get treatment for this, because it was just something that you just needed to get over. 
and you obviously fucking can't. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah, I don't think it was like that for us. We did have like a period where we couldn't pinpoint it. So we weren't able to suggest it. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? That it might be. It's just like, oh, Ray's just being a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just, it wasn't. It was so much deeper than that. I don't think I actually started living authentically until probably my mid to late 20s. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, even out, even though being like out and even, you know, having been medicated, I mean, we've talked about this before here. Like when my, my longest relationship was almost seven years, or I'm sorry, almost eight years, seven or eight years, who cares? It doesn't mm. matter. It's not relevant, the yearage. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Same difference. Um, but I was also medicated at that time. You know, oh, yeah. And now it's my I don't give a fuck pill, which is <laughs> fantastic. Please don't use Buspirone during executive meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience. Um, yeah, unless you're me and it doesn't fucking work. Right. Um, it's so fucking weird. So weird. For me, it works on the spot. And for you, it's like. Does nothing. No. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess I feel like we're kind of all over the place, but mm -hmm. it's just, we're just trying to paint the picture that it's just so regular. It's not necessarily recognizable. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. I don't, it, it's just like, it's, it's a psychological anomaly. I don't think it's understood scientifically what causes these hormone imbalances. Uh, there, that I it? actually, you would know better than I would. I'm actually starting abnormal psychology this week. I'm so excited Super for excited. you and for this podcast. I know, <laughs> I know. Get ready, listeners. Mm. Um, so no, they've actually done tons and tons and tons of like, this is kind of not where it comes from, but like, this mm -hmm. is what goes on. This is, you know, chemical imbalances versus like, you know, somebody who went through a traumatic event that that caused something or you can be born with depression right. and like i've heard stuff. i've heard that i've heard everything you're saying i think it's i i haven't heard the why why does it cause this why does it lead to an imbalance why i know it has a lot to do with um or i think i know that i'm vaguely remembering research and whatever when I was diagnosed, but something about your synapses and your nerves and the misfiring in your brain. And if this makes no sense, that's absolutely fine because I really don't know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so like if you go through like a traumatic event, all these different, you know, things go off in your brain and like it's all kinds of madness in your brain and things get depleted. And like, so this is like where these, you know, when you go through something traumatic. And also, one thing I actually had a whole conversation with my therapist about was when I learned that, you know, you can be born with, the, like, so, like, my mom, we've always kind of felt that she's, you know, has something going on undiagnosed. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't believe in the doctors and medication, that kind of thing. And, like, a lot of people She's all her, like, let God and let live. Yeah. Yeah. 
and like I had um she has a cousin or I guess my cousin I don't know someone on my mom's side of the family who like believes he's Jesus and like there's just a lot of this like is the first I've ever heard this no in my no. entire life and let me just tell you given what I know about your mom I fucking believe he's no. Jesus <laughs> he's Jesus so I yeah please. <laughs> we feel like there's a lot of like um, North Central Massachusetts <laughs> I found Jesus. <laughs> no, literally. Like my my uncle, my mom's brother, when she was, I don't know, I think a teen, he like wouldn't let her wear the color red because it was the devil's color. Oh, like yeah. my my grandma, she was manic depressive. Um, so there's just tons and tons of like oh, I don't that sounds terrible. There's mis un undiagnosed, unmedicated stuff going on and so when I learned that like there's a decent chance that like I so is it is your predisposition to anxiety and depression is it genetic yeah so if my mom was anxious and depressed or you know had bipolar or something while I was born that can cause that the setup in my brain for that and then once like you know it's like um psychopaths I guess I guess it makes sense. Like your own chemical imbalance would lead to your the, fetus or the, your child's chemical. Uh, yeah, imagine just, so... just having a fucking little baby girl and learning that, like, oh my god, I just birthed this amazing child that's gonna fucking be all fucked up like me. Like and my mom like was like feeling... new to this country, so I'm like, oh yeah, no way. Thinking about how the I anxiety, never even thought of, yeah. I never. Wow. Yeah. My mind's a little bit blown. Yeah. So there's people that like just could live a very normal life and like there's no reason why I should feel depressed. Maybe you were born with it. You know Maybe what I mean? It's like it's, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all fucking That's... so like you don't have to go through traumatic events and like all kinds of badness and whatever to like oh, now I have depression and anxiety. Like, you literally could just pretty much be born with it. And, like, you still need or could benefit from medication or therapy or whatever. Wow. Yeah. It's fucked up. Wow. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is, who the fuck knows? (laughs) Yeah. It's so strange. I think that personally, and I've said this in our recordings before, everyone could benefit from therapy from some Mm. sort. I don't care if you don't have any, if you don't have any quote unquote mental health issues. Yeah. I think everyone can benefit from it because you learn so much about yourself. I was going to say, I feel like therapy should be classified with like going to school it should be a prerequisite instead of fucking geometry because who the fuck cares right i still have yet to use geometry in my everyday life algebra absolutely geometry can go fuck itself yeah right yeah but i guess i guess emotional awareness should 100 percent be a prerequisite yeah. it should be what you need to graduate. Like, who cares if I can't fucking speak French after two years of taking it? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I mean, great. Broaden your horizons for sure. Oh, but yeah. like, 
but it would have been better to know like, oh, this is anxiety or this is depression. Rather than like go down to the nurse and be like, I got to go home. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's call your mom. No. Oh, suck it up. Okay, great. dude. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's just a lot. That's a lot surrounding it. So I guess my question for you, knowing your experience is when did, so you, you sought help, you went and saw therapists, you found out about PTSD, but you still didn't, um, I don't want to say work address on, it, but you didn't work on it. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah. You didn't work on it. And it's really interesting to me that you and I were like, we're starting therapy like <sighs> at the same time. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I just saw my therapist. I was like, oh, my God, I'm looking for one. 32. Yeah, no shit. Like, it was too late. Thanks, COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when did you feel like, independent of when you actually saw it, but when did you feel like maybe you could benefit from some help? Um, After I had Mia. Because that was when it was like, Okay, not only is there a chance that I like could biologically pass this on to her, but like I don't want to be battling this while trying to be a, a great mom. You know what I mean? Because being a mom's struggle enough. Amen. So I don't want to uh, be depressed or anxious and like that impede on like my parenting and like I don't have the mental energy or I'm whatever I'm too anxious to leave the home so now my two-year-old's stuck in the house with me you know what I mean that type of thing and like um also I could no longer use outside medications I couldn't be drunk and smoke weed and you know what I mean before I got pregnant I was still bartending and like it wasn't a huge deal if I drank every day you know what I mean and like that was kind of my my crutch like it was your mute button it's like i i'll just have a couple drinks if i'm feeling anxious or whatever like it just well i feel like even before that because we were living together before you got pregnant too it was i think you had kind of acknowledged that and that's in some way where it was like you know like i'm just trying to yeah forget today yeah i'm just trying to i think you knew that um I actually think you may have verbalized it at one point because oh, that's sure. when you were becoming, well, I can't actually say that with certainty because I think it may have been before that, but like you were more emotionally aware at that point. Um, oh yeah. I've, I, I feel like that, I've always known that like, this I, is what I'm doing. I, I said this earlier and I think it's like sappy and shitty. Like I kind of think that there's like a reason for everything and like you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. But I think we emotionally, I don't want to say peaked because it's such a the wrong word, but it's coming to mind. But we we lived together at a point where we were both trying to evaluate our own self-worth in one form yeah. or another. Yeah. And I think it was supposed to happen then. I think it was supposed to happen where, and I'm just an, a weirdo that doesn't believe in God, but believes in timing or something, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm spiritual, bitch. I don't know. But we went through that together. Yeah. In one form or another. And if we weren't questioning our worth, we were questioning someone's evaluation of our worth. Yeah, yeah. Which 
fucking pisses me <sighs> off yes. to think that we relied on someone else to evaluate to tell us. tell us if we were good enough right. or not. I fucking can't. And we still kind of fight with that, mm-hmm. but we still, but we know, like, we circle back. No, 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 Like, let's rally and be, like, fucking rational. Like, I'm fantastic. Right. Yeah. It's just. It's fucked up. Oh, guys, everything is fucked up. From the minute you're born, everything in the world is fucked up. Just because your parents don't talk about it, just because you don't watch the news, everything is fucked up. And your anxiety about anything whatsoever is 100% founded. Oh, fuck yeah. Just, it's uh, just. And you can't, I don't want to say every case, but you fucking can't just suck it up. Just get over it. But you can't can't. do it. I actually had this conversation with my sister. Um, My nephew, he's 18. 30. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) Literally. But no, he he struggles with. Dude, there's no way he's 18. He's going to be older than that. I don't fucking. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. He's got to be. I don't know. He's not 21. That's all I know. <laughs> he's almost there. He's close. He's somewhere between 18 he's and 20. He's close because he'll be here having a podcast with us. Yes. Having a, po- a drink is what I meant to say. But he can have a Same. podcast. Yes. His first. Fuck yeah. His first drink. Yeah, You're kidding. right. Anyways, he's he's struggled with um, depression and anxiety for a long time. And my sister. So she. She had her own, like, mental health stuff, but it looked extremely different. I guess it would be, like, comparable to you and me. Like, we both have anxiety and depression, and they just look completely different. It's not a mirror image. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never guessed that you had depression. You know what I mean? And, like, you definitely could have guessed. (laughs) No, but but I didn't even, it never crossed my mind, which is what's kind of amazing to me. I was just like, this is, because you are so confident. Even though you don't feel like it, even though you don't feel like it, you were so, you portrayed this confidence where it was like, you were Regina George, like Mean Girls. Fake it. You were, you were Regina George, like, that's gross. And then it like spread around school. That's gross. That's gross. That's gross. Don't eat that fucking chicken patty. It's gross. No, not the chicken patty. That's terrible fucking reference. Terrible because I loved it with ketchup and mayonnaise. (laughs) Yes, you did. Um, (laughs) Hold on. Um, Don't. I don't, I don't know. Ice cream is terrible, 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 Ice terrible, cream is terrible, 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 terrible. You know what I mean? Like it spread like wildfire. Yeah, I guess that was like the you over made fun of somebody, and it spread like oh wildfire. Yeah, like I know. oh, Stephanie she thinks it's cool to us. tell X Y Z that yeah. her tits are too perky. So <laughs> did I actually? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Madonna. I saw, yes. <laughs> that was not perky. That was nipples. That was nipples. Yes. But still, like that stuff kind of like it made its rounds. Yeah, Somehow, I, though, you always found forgiveness. I don't know how. I know. I don't know I how. I still, you did to this it. day, get away with murder. I don't know how. Literally, fucking still get away kudos, with magic, <sighs> because I need your secrets. I did some shitty shit and like. Nobody. But we never knew that that was anxiety and depression. We never fucking saw it. Well, is- well, because you all were also struggling with your own shit that mm-hmm. looked bizarre like me, just because mine was more 
loud and in your face. And well, maybe that's the problem like, because yours was so like uh, yeah out there that we're like she's normal. Yeah, maybe. Or you know we're I mean? normal and she's not. No, that would never crossed my mind, ever. Because you have to see the dynamic in in college and high school and all of that. Like there's there's still that clickiness. There's still that. Mm. Yeah. Um, there, there's a hierarchy, yeah. you know, and you, for our group, you were like queen bee. That's funny. You were queen bee and you can see it I go back totally in history. Overcompensating. I remember one of our old friends, Madonna nipples, and I'm so sorry. I really don't mean to make fun of your nipples. I just don't like you anymore. <laughs> Madonna nipples. Um, but. <laughs> Is that terrible? I can, Should I remove that? No, I can still see the nipples. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I, even after high school, a few years after, I think it may have been your 21st birthday where you had gotten upset about something, kind of retreated to your room. You were having a big party at your dad's house. And this person who may very well be a, fantastic human being at these days like i'm not judging may very well be um was like i was going in to kind of like console you and talk to you and she was like no i'll fucking take care of it i'm a friend i'm like dude you just stepped back into our lives after three years i don't remember that i remember you talking about that like the next day no 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 blah 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 it was it was actually turned into a fight so i just kind of like you can have it it was like a i'm better friends with her than you yeah so well no it was I'm better at handling the situations than you. And yeah, like she'll she want kind to see of me let in that a little bit. Like she literally didn't let me in. I'm Yonce. So, and that was another psychological blow, not on your part, but like, do I trust people too easily? Mm. You know, that I was like, this is one Did of I my think we were really close great friends, friends and we're not. And we're really not because you don't fucking know who I am. Oh. You know what I mean? Mm. But I don't know. It's so tricky. It's so weird. Anyways, go, we got way off. Oh my God. Hi, high five. Mental <laughs> so, health awareness. No, so I was talking about my nephew and like, you know, growing up in the home, that's like, just get over it. You know, and then my sister who, you know, her stuff looked completely different than mine. Um, she, that's kind of how she, in the beginning, would handle my nephew. Like, he'd start, you know, would pull up to the gas station, and my sister would hand him her card and tell him to go about 20. Um, yes. And he'd immediately, his fucking face would turn beet red, he'd freeze, and he would just be like, uh, and my sister would be like, just fucking go. And I'm like, he's literally like having a fucking panic attack like I'll just go and my sister's like no he just fucking needs to do it and I'm like no like that's gonna make it so much worse and for somebody who acknowledged the existence of anxiety yes this is and I'm like oh my god like I literally am him he is me you are mom (laughs) like you're like I promise that's not how this works and not only like does that not work, but it honestly makes it feel worse. Like it's it's like I promise this isn't a just get over it thing. Like he mm-hmm. genuinely is like having a fucking panic attack over this. And like she in the beginning, like mind you, this was he was young. This was not any time recent. My sister's right. not 
you know, but she eventually was like, well, I mean, just like society in general, like we've kind of evolved yeah, to, re- to recognize that there was something there. If you don't, it's not just no, but I mean, like if you didn't struggle she's not with like that, that specific, now, right? Like right. now, she's like, well, she literally would feel like anxiousness and should be like, oh, I just need to get over this, and she she would should force herself to do which in whatever retrospect, she would do. It's kind of easy to kind of think that yeah, like what this is actually nothing. Let's just try to fucking push push past it, like. It's kind of easy to think that. Well, yeah, because your thoughts determine your actions, determine your behavior, and et cetera, your et cetera. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I essentially, that's kind of what dealing with, you know, for me personally, I learned that, like, that's what dealing with, you know, it was for a perfect example. I think that was when I started actually trying to force myself to, like, not just get over it, but to like handle it differently was when I moved in with you. And it was like two weeks, I think. And I hadn't, I, I wasn't working. I didn't, I don't think, I, did I have a job when I moved in with you? Not think. yet. But it wasn't and like long I was at starting all. to feel super guilty because you were like, who fucking cares? Just get here. And I'm like, oh my God, okay. I literally made you. And then move. I was like feeling guilty about like, oh my God, I'm my best friend's taking care of me. Like, no. Like, so I just was like. And for the record, I never felt that way. No, I just felt like you I know. needed to I get out of your feel, situation. I still feel I know. like this. I know. <laughs> but that was when I first was like, okay, like I just fucking need to do it. Cause the Chateau, they contacted me. I was like, in the car when yes. they contacted you. We were in the car and when they I set up that literally interview. was having so much fucking anxiety and panic on my way to go to the interview. And it was like, I just literally was like, just fucking do it. Just you had to take my car too, do right? Is, does that sound right? Your car didn't like. I don't know. I think you took my, you dropped me off at work and you took my car. Maybe, but. I made sure you fucking went. That's all I know. I took two shots of Did alcohol you? before I went. So I could try to fucking get through it. And like, that was like, kind of like. Janet. So, yes, Janet. I fucking love it. Yeah, and I flat out told her like, I'm having so much fucking anxiety and panic right now. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because oh, I'm sitting here. <laughs> like, <laughs> because you and called. She like, <laughs> yeah. And she like chuckled and she was like, it was okay. And like, I got the fucking job, even though. <laughs> can you imagine were, how that interview went? Right. <laughs> Do you remember? But I, no, nope. I remember her asking me questions and me like trying to think of like, okay, this is what I want to say versus this is what the fuck I shouldn't say. And like, but my point is that like, for some people that works and like, that didn't work until I was how old when I moved in with you? 20. Seven, 28. Yeah. I yeah, say 28. No, 20, yeah. 27, 28. Yeah. Like it wasn't something that I was like, I just felt, so for, I guess maybe the turning point for me was that, like, I was like, I'm not going to live in my best friend's home. It like, not, you know what I mean? Like, just, right. like, I'm not your child. And so for it was me, like, I had to fucking do this. I had to fucking do For me, like, psychologically, one of my things is that I've been working on, God even knows how long, in terms of mental health, the, the constant need to be needed. Right. I didn't know that until you like broke yeah. down one day. Yeah, it's just that constantly Recently, need to be needed. Um, it, you always have to 
I need to be doing, doing, I need to be doing, but like if I have, and I still feel this, I don't care how much mental health plays into this. I feel like it's very true to my nature. If I have the means to help someone, then I'm going to fucking help someone. Mm. And that's just going to be, I don't care if, take advantage of me. I don't give a flying fuck. You're better than you were, you know, in one point or another. Um, And I don't mean that to be cocky. Yeah, no, no. You know, I just, I just want you to feel like a better human like for you you were in a situation i felt like i had a whole mental breakdown it wasn't arrested you did and i didn't (laughs) you did yeah sure of course you did no (laughs) like it wasn't for me it wasn't something like i take pity on you for me it's like get the fuck out of that situation i have a home a whole entire home you can have a fucking bedroom get here now i think that was like your whole yesterday like verbatim yeah you pretty much said to me oh and i remember you're i don't have a job i have have whatever 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 yeah you said get here which is really funny because then you ended up going back to that old job in some capacity oh yeah yeah (laughs) which is so weird because you quit right it was just like you were just kind of I don't even remember. I just I remember, remember specifically not working at the time right. of when I moved in. With I don't you. have a job. I was like, figure it out after. Get your fuck. Get yourself out yeah. of this situation. It's clearly not serving you. Yeah, Whatever. I think it was probably the day and, after my mental breakdown. And honestly, I think this is when our psychological, like our um, mental health issues, kind of intertwined in some way yeah. or another. If we like just recognize that, like. You fucking clearly need a hand right now. And then for me being there with you helped you in some way. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like. There was some, to me, it was more of like an emotional trade off, you know? Right. Like I was worried about feeling like a burden. Meanwhile, you were thankful in some way that I was there regardless of me not having a job. Right. No, 100%. Yeah. And because of like, like, I have a nurturing spirit. You yeah, know? you do. And I think that's just my upbringing. It's just, and actually part of my anxiety and my depression, but I digress. Because <laughs> that's a whole other fucking story. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it was just, it's, whoa, oh, my hi, um, my My recollection of that is just really getting you out of where you were. I didn't care. I mean, I was already in the hole. I was. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to anybody. Great. That makes me feel worse. (laughs) No, but uh, not like that. Like I wasn't like in the whole like broke, but like I was, I was surviving. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was affording my house. I was affording more food that I ate. I had my utilities. I had a roommate at the time. Um, So like things were comfortable and I just like, I, I can like, hack this. I can hack this. Like, let's do this. Like, yeah. you eat what I fucking cook anyway. So, look, I do. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's not like I have to make you a separate meal. Like, no, it fucking worked. And I think that served us both. And I know that served us both. We fucking did fucking good. And I think that also solidified our friendship a little bit more, even though, I mean, Actually, that's probably an unfair statement. No, it's not because everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are still friends after you live together. Right. Mandy. Mandy was right. like, don't live with it. Don't live with him. Mandy's like, it's going to fucking. FYI. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just the whole world should automatically. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
Yeah, we... I we think went through a lot of fucking growth. Together. But, like, recognize that, like, oh. Let's forget about living together before that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I think it was, like, on a whole different not level of, like... our own issues. Hey. Being able to come I together. I can see this. Yeah. You can see this. Like, oh, okay, let me help or let me adjust or let me fix this. Oh, right. You're right about this. Let me... It was like we were, like, pulling each other out of the fucking hole. It's While just, also, like, dealing with everything that's outside of the hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, I'm gay. I'm totally going to a bad place with that. Wrong hole, Biff. Wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just know that I'm super grateful for you. Oh, my I God. I wouldn't be where I am today, I, just, I think, without you. It's, like, it's emotional actually thinking about it. But we're so much better for each other, I think, for 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 having each other but that made sense yeah. right it yeah. worked in the conversation <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know i don't know actually very recently actually that's not this this isn't the time for that story i'll tell you after um it's just we complement each other in a certain way and we are very comfortable talking about our states mentally physically emotionally i think that again it's such a zero judgment oh my god we're place. just so it's fucking, like a safe place it's safe it's just it's yeah. safe it's meaningful and it's impactful you know we're it's able to counsel fucking- each other we're able to kind of like give our point of views without you made me aware person. at 28 years old that I have like this male female bias or like I didn't touch the trash <laughs> for three months, the first three months that I, I was living with totally you. I totally just forgot about that and I, brought that up right now. You were the man, so you just needed to do the trash. And then you came home one night and had to obviously take the trash out again. And we're like, can somebody fucking help me with the trash? And I was like, literally said out loud, like, holy fucking shit. I've not touched the trash one fucking time because growing up my whole entire life, I never had to touch the trash because that's a boy's job. And I came to see my kid and then I went back home. You came home late. It was probably 10, 11 o'clock at night, if not later. No, it wasn't that late, but it was still, yeah, You had to round, round up all the trash, take the fucking trash out. And you literally just like kind of in general, like, can somebody fucking help me with this trash? And I literally stood there and it was like a I fucking that. ton of bricks. And I literally said out loud, like, holy fucking shit. Like, obviously you're fucking mad at the world right now. I've never touched the trash one time. And it's been probably three months since I've been living here. And but imagine like, if I hadn't oh said God. anything and just fucking did I it. I never would. I, ha- I used this story in school for like biases and like that type of thing. Like, it was like, I... That's such a good story. I never, I didn't even, I forgot about that. Zero awareness. Because I remember that. I fucking forgot about it. Awareness. Because it was, well, it was me, awareness. I love that word. (laughs) Awareness. Let's just (laughs) write that down. down. I just, it wasn't, it wasn't just you. It was our other roommate. It's an R, roommate. Um, But, I don't think I, it wasn't pointed at anybody in particular. Yeah, no, you just 
we're having a we're just like, day. I clean the house every have, fucking yeah. weekend. Like yeah, I make sure everything's care. good. Yeah. And and I couldn't even help Josh because that's a guy's job, and you were the guy, <laughs> so you'd take care of the trash. Right. And I, remember, and I never yeah. thought of that for you either. Like I never thought that that was like your mindset is like I you're just didn't to register. I didn't register trash. But at, I never like, thought still of that to this day, because I in my entire life, I remember my mother taking the trash everything she still does yep she still does she's fucking handyman she said today (laughs) she said today actually it started last night where she called me a slut because i was texting a guy (laughs) and she she's like you slut i was like what and she said something else with calling me a slut she's like oh finish the job now be a slut later (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like it's one person I'm not a slut um, but she there wasn't this male female role for her for yeah it, for her it was like I don't need you yeah I don't need a man and she would literally I remember I can my jack s- this car up and change this tire by my damn self and she fucking <laughs> will dude she yeah. will she's like oh I broke a nail I'll fix it tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? This shower head needs to be replaced. She literally just did that. I know. I think we talked about that actually on the air. Yeah. Yeah. She literally just, she's just a force of nature. There is absolutely no way to stop her. And I think that that's seeing who the the mental health issues that she went through growing up Mm. and, and seeing how she deals with them now versus how she coped with them in the past. I don't always agree with my mom about what she does and her approaches to everything. But let me tell you that she's my fucking hero. Mine too. You know what I mean? She's amazing. She always has been. She's just, she doesn't wait. She doesn't let, she's a Brazilian woman. My grandfather took care of A to Z. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and my understanding is to this day, he still does, despite senility, totally or slowly taking over. Yeah. Even though my grandmother tries to flex, like, she's like, I got the muscle. And he's right. like, sure. Right, right. <laughs> you know Meanwhile. I, um, my mom stepped up. She's like, I've got kids. Yeah. Let me work nights. Yeah. The oldest one's old enough to take care of things. Maybe she didn't consider the effect on me, but. She probably wasn't aware. But maybe she did. She probably wasn't aware. And she's like, what's the benefit? And what's the detriment? Is he dead or is he alive? Right. You know, there's just so much. Um, I'm just, I'm grateful for her every single fucking day. Oh, always. She's just, she's magic. I want to strangle her sometimes. And I'm sure she wants to strangle me. Oh, Avi. But. I think having her as a coach through these mental health struggles too is she, when I told this story, I'm pretty sure I told it on this podcast, but when she told me it was my turn to be selfish and my sister-in-law came in and kissed Mm. me on the cheek and I was like, turn my head and she's like, go cry, fucking cry. That was the first time my mom ever told me it was okay to cry. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, so it's easy for you to not recognize that, like, oh, right. Right. Steph grew up in this home where literally my dad would say, like, 
Well, the shit the thing about take the it, trash out. The, the shit thing about it is that I understood. Maybe it's not the shit thing about it, but maybe it's more of like contextually, like historically, I kind of understood where you came from. So I didn't hold yeah. that against you. Well, well, that's what I was just going to say is that like, this is probably why, you know, like they say like, oh, if your best friend, like don't live together or don't do what it will ruin your friendship. Had I not like, had that not happened in the way that it did, like that would have became a resentment from you. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. You know what I mean? Like had I not fucking like, had you not said something for me to like, oh, Obviously, you're fucking frustrated. Right. Obviously, like, you've been the one taking care of the trash this entire time. And then you recognizing that, like, you know how my, you know, how I was raised. And, like, men are men, women are women. And, like, trash is a man's job. And, like, and I literally said to you, like, I'm so fucking sorry. I remember that conversation. I That was the next morning. I remember that conversation. Registered. The fucking trash. I couldn't tell you if it was full. I couldn't tell you if it was empty. I couldn't tell you if there was a bag in the bin. I don't register the trash. I never have. One of the things that I noticed when we were living together, and I think that this is like phenomenal. It's a great dynamic. Is that you were totally upfront about those things. When we, when the situation came up, you were like, oh, you know, men are men, women are women. Get it, get it, get it. But you always had my fucking back. And you were always able to kind of open my eyes to the bigger picture. And I well, find you, that that's what you did for me. Well, I, I wouldn't have known that I was like, expecting you to take the trash out because you're a guy. Right. And, <laughs> like, and there was you a, wouldn't have known that I was expecting there you was to take the trash out. There was a return on that where you were just kind of like, for example, like I would have an argument with, let's say, my boyfriend at that time. Actually, Yes, my boyfriend at that time. time. Let's not, let's just say he was my boyfriend at the time. And sometimes I was kind of like, okay, like, can I have an argument with my boyfriend or can I talk to him? But sometimes you said something where I was just like, shut the fuck up, bitch. You just put in your place. Like you made sense of something. There was such a give and take. And guys, all of this to say that our psychological upbringing is still a work in progress. Oh my God. Yeah, because... Here we are, you know, struggling with the same symptoms and the, well, not symptoms, the same like diagnoses and the same things that like look like night and day. Right. When they're very clearly not night and day. Like they're uh, like morning and afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Mid morning and mid afternoon. (laughs) They're like brunch and dinner. Brunch. But it just. Yeah, your upbringing, just everything. Everything plays into, like, mental health and, like, your the way you handle it and, like, the way it's, you know, you either get over it or it's, like, hey, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, well, like I was trying to, um, like, when I was talking about my sister and my nephew, like, she struggled with her own mental health issues. You know what I mean? So for her, it looked like fucking get over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus for me, it was like, I literally need you to hold my hand through this right. until I can, you know what I mean? So but here it, my sister but is. What's fascinating to me is that you didn't know that. You didn't know that you needed your hand held. You were just trying to live. 
That's it. You were trying to live. When your hand got held, when someone took you into their arms, regardless of who it was, you were able to see the grand scheme of things and you were able to be like, okay, I got this. Right. Yeah. And I think I'm going to put myself on the back burner for this. I think that your story is just, there's so much to learn. I think your story tells a, or your situation tells a bigger story is what I'm trying to say. You overcame so much more. I came from a non-traditional household. You know what I mean? Like the woman fucking excelled and she, she was like, Oh, you're not okay. Fine. I win. Also, let's find the next one. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You. I'm going to take the trash out and take the trash out. You literally came. You're backwards from the American dream mm-hmm. outward. You know what I mean? Your story tells. It teaches more lessons. It gives a broader perspective because you're literally learning it from the perspective of a single mom and not a mom with a husband and six kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I mean... Just like kudos to you. Like, I'm proud of you. You're oh, fantastic. Same, same, Beth. Same. Like, it's just magic. I wouldn't be where I am today without you. Oh, back at you. Like, and that's the beauty of that's our not, fucking friendship. Yeah, I think that's the other thing, too. Our friendship it's like a lot of give and take, even if it doesn't look like equal give and take. Right. We, we don't give a fuck about that, though. We never have. You never have. Oh. I still struggle. I'm like, you bought wine last week. (laughs) And the week before, it's my turn to buy wine. And you're like, I'm bringing wine. I guess I'll think about it when I'm broke. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, It's just, we're, we've always been able to take care of each other. And that is what matters to me. Yeah. I think at the end of the day. Well, I mean, it's obviously something we, (laughs) we're the last of the Mohicans. But I'm not Native American. (laughs) You're the last of the Mohicans. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it just. We've come a long way, though. It looks. I would love to see someone psychologically analyze our codependence because it's there's some of it there. Mine already has been. (laughs) (laughs) Fred, if you're listening, (laughs) I need help. (laughs) No, it's just. It's just. For me, what's fascinating is that, like, literally our specific situation, you have anxiety and depression, I have anxiety and depression, and if you took, you know, if one person came and hung out with both of us, they wouldn't be like, oh, wow, you both have anxiety and depression. You know what I mean? Well, maybe me. Yours is not as outward. I just meant, like, how we can have... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I having no fucking clue what's wrong with me and why I can't function like a normal quote unquote person. I had to fucking learn. Like, I just gotta fucking whatever. This is keep what it on, is. I gotta just on. fucking yeah, yeah. Just gotta fucking figure it out. I don't know what's going on, but I gotta figure it out. Right. Versus like, hey, I have anxiety and depression. This is what's going on. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's just fascinating that we can have the same mental health afflictions, struggles, the issues, yeah, struggles, and them like not look the fucking same. That's you know what that's, I mean. That's when you think of like, depression, you think of I'm in bed, I'm not showering, 
I don't. Yeah. You just mopey and blue, and like that's not you at all. But that's not you either. Well, not now. I feel like I've. I I feel like Before, there was maybe. in my mid twenties. I feel like there was times that like I had to force myself to get out of bed and like just shower and like put makeup on, and like that was all I did for the day. And like it was like you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. But for you, like that's. The fucking opposite. Complete opposite. I'm like, fucking I have avoid to avoid the pain. You have physical injuries that the doctor's like, hey, Slow let's the not fuck go to the down. gym. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, I really have to go to the gym today. But I think I'm going to go mow the whole fucking yard and break <laughs> and plant these roses instead. Because the doctor said I can't go to the gym. And I'm like, hey, I don't think that's fucking so, right. You're so fucking right. I know. And like, you, knowing yeah, you, like, I, I wouldn't just deal. like. That's not depression. Depression right. is the opposite. You right. can't get off the couch. Right. And like the doctor's like, hey, you gotta go to the crying. gym. Right. Because I fucking nailed it, yet you have you depression. Do. Yep. And nobody, you know, like the perfect example of that is when me and my ex can I just give him a nickname so we can refer absolutely. to him? Um come up with one. <laughs> Neil. Neil. Okay, we ain't gonna remember. Neil. I ain't gonna remember Neil. I don't even think I know what X you're talking about. Yeah, you totally do. When we broke up and I had to move out and buy my own house and oh, like how yeah. I like I totally tried to avoid that any which way possible by keeping myself as busy as I could. Yeah, you, it's emotionally, like you, sexually, all of it. Yeah, you didn't grieve. I didn't grieve, and then when it hit me. It fucking hit me. I remember that. You know, it's it's that, but that's but that's what I mean. Like that's what is super fascinating to me is that like, you know what I mean? Here I am with anxiety and depression, and like literally on my worst days, like forcing myself just to shower, and like that was all I did for the day. Versus, (laughs) there's never been a single day in your life where you had to force yourself to get out of bed. You know what I mean? Yes, in in some respect. Right? Well, yes, but, but I, I meant know, like I'm, in the in way of like, yes, yeah. you're right. Like, oh, I can't go to the gym, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up for it. Right, I'm gonna pretty much go to the fucking gym just yeah. outside of the gym. I don't know if my mom, because I totally got this from her, but I don't know if she recognizes that the same. You are her. She yeah. is you. It's literally it. You know? It's like you can't right stop. Right now, you can't she slow can't down. stop, and she's she's feeling right now. And I feel for her. She's but trying to not feel. She's trying not to That's why feel. you guys are fucking like ping pong balls. Where do you think I learned it? Uh, Avi. Oh, my God. But that's what I mean. That's what's so fascinating to me is about, like, mental health. And, like, it's never things, like, in general. It's never, it's never prevalent. It's not always something that's at the forefront. You can't guess it. You can't. You yep. can find the happiest person in the world and not know that yep. inside they're deteriorating. Yeah. And um, I just, because we're coming on time, actually, we're beyond time, which I was kind of special. Yeah. Um, I'm just, just check in on your friends and on your family. The strong, loud ones that never stop going. Or even the weak, meek ones. Can still be depressed. Right. Um, Oh, please don't think of your friends as weak and meek. I don't know why. (laughs) I know I feel terrible. Um. (laughs) No, just check in on your friends, check in on your family. Literally, the only, the most basic thing 
And probably the most forceful thing you can do is say, how are you? Literally. Yeah. Literally. You text me, what, two, three days ago? How's Beth today? Yep. And I like had to fight tears. And like I was okay that day. You know what I mean? Like I right. wasn't like I was in it like wasn't this your depression. Bad day, and, like, but... Yeah. And I was having a just fine day. Like I felt fine. It, you know, and you text me that and I was just like, huh. Like, okay, I'm not alone. Like I No, you're you never know, like, alone. Oh, I forgot. Like you know you can call like, me and I'll know, be there in an instant. Oh, yeah. And I do all the time. But it just you know what I mean? And no. I've I've always been like one of you know, the strong friend that like Yes, you I'm have. the one checking in on my friends and I'm the one that's like, hey, you know what I mean? So like to to get that back if be on I, the receiving end of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, good. Like I'm glad that I I'm this friend that like I you know what I mean can give mm-hmm. that to my friends and people around me. And so it's nice. But to, also like, receive that. Across the board to our listeners, like don't judge your friends who don't check in on you. I was going to say, also, also don't right. beat yourself up if you're not right. always checking because in on Because that's your also another sign of anxiety. Mm-hmm. But it's you don't and need depression. to be who your friends are. This this variety is what brings us together, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, it's just it, this whole thing is so fucking that's fascinating That's funny you just said that me. because I literally, when you were saying, like, check yeah. in your friends. Because we are the same My person. brain was Where like... <laughs> but also, if you don't check in on your friends, don't be oh, right. beat yourself up. Right. I think because I check I in on like you I... when I just have a feeling. And that's yeah. it. That's all I need. Yeah. If you just pop into my head randomly, yep. that's where I'm like, something's up with Biff. Yep. And that's when I text you. Yep. And it might be nothing at all. But maybe like sometimes it's something. 90% of the time it's something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had this conversation with somebody recently where I was just like, everything okay? And they're like, hey, everything's good. I'm like, just like be very careful on your flight home. <laughs> like, right. uh, I don't know why. I just had a bad feeling. And it turned out it was nothing. Thank God. Thank God. You know what I mean? But like, I just. But it's also, you know, uh, on the other end where like, you know what I mean? You said like you, you do, you check in on me. Like if you got this feeling or whatever. And like just a couple of weeks ago when you were going through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. I had, like, gone through, like, this day of, like, guilt where I'm, like, oh, my God, I didn't, like, I should have, like, checked in more. Or I should have somehow supported you or just been a stronger friend during this moment. Was that legitimate guilt or your own anxiety? Which is a huge difference. Not that I would judge you for either, but. Did you think I was a shitty friend? Never. Well, then it was my own fucking issues. <laughs> I, wow, your issues like, suck. I fucking Fix them. That I had to do. And like, it was, even though I was having, <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> oh, she's going to make Sorry. it, guys. She'll make it. Even though I was having these feelings of like guilt and like, I need a, I need to call Biff. I need to like send flowers or like stop by with flowers or whatever. Like I, was going through what I was going through and like, I just couldn't force myself to do it and was still beating myself up for not okay. doing it. Never you know beat what I mean? yourself up for, I, and it's but so like, much easier yeah, said than done. But that's my, yeah. it's okay. So look, we're still friends. I think I'm you doing fine. You're fucking, doing fine. We're still best you friends. Didn't text we're sitting me across like, the table. Oh my God, you didn't show up randomly with flowers when I was going through this. You know what? Actually, I'm like, pissed that last weekend you didn't fucking text me 
to tell me that you were waiting for me to text you. (laughs) (laughs) And here I am not texting you because I think you're off with a boy. And I'm like, this motherfucker (laughs) isn't texting me. Listen, he was totally worth it, but no, not my Beth. Guys. You can't give what you don't have, I guess, is what we're trying to say. Which is fucking true. It's so fucking true. if it's a true... Energies are everything. What you feel is everything. And you know... No. What you feel is not always everything. Because here I am thinking I'm a shitty friend. And I'm like, oh my God. Feeling so much guilt. And you're like, oh, I didn't That's not what I mean. Like, Like, you're okay to... I know what you're saying. What I meant was, just to kind of clarify, was like, what you're feeling... You don't need to justify it with somebody else. A fucking Stop man. fucking feeling like someone else needs to validate how you a feel. Because at the end Your of the day, are never like, wrong. It, it's, it's not even that. Let them be wrong. But you need to trust you. If you can't trust yourself in any instance, you can't make any reasonable um, assumption or a reasonable expectation that you're going to just get over it. That's the other thing. Just Stop fucking telling people to get over it. Yes. I don't care if it's a fucking yes. hangnail. Well, that was my point with my sister. Yeah. Where, like, I brought this up to her and she was like, oh, wow, like, you're right. And she literally stopped telling my nephew to just get over it. Yeah. And, like, now he's he's not exactly thriving yet, but he's also only 18 years old. Right. But, like, it just it changed the whole thing for him. And just, for my sister. I just don't care if you feel Sometimes like someone's being... Sometimes you can't just being, get over it. But I just don't care if you feel like someone's being dramatic. They yeah. feel like they to need to talk someone. about it. They you feel don't get like to they need to be outward fans. about it. You're not allowed to. Just nope. You don't get to. There's a lot of controversy in our world regarding how you feel about certain things, about certain political issues, about certain gender issues, about certain sexualities, yeah. about certain genders, about high fives... About, you know, literally everything. everything. For the sake of fucking humanity, if you're going to have all those issues, let somebody feel how they feel. For the love of fucking God. Just fucking let somebody feel how they feel. How is that going to affect you in any way? And if you're the person that can't let them feel how they feel. Then shut the fuck up. Get out of their life. Exactly. Get out of their fucking life. Exactly, because you're going to make it worse. Like, I recognize sometimes I, like, I know. Sometimes I'm, like, so in my head about something that I can be an emotional burden. And I'm, like, unloading on you. And I'm, like, you're this little. An but, you, but you know what I mean. Like, and I think you felt this on your own behalf, on your own. Yeah, when I moved in with you with no job. Where you're just, like. Oh, my God. I'm I'm like, I'm literally bitching about you, but the stupidest fucking thing. Meanwhile, you're going through this whole big fucking thing. And you never once told me, like. It's really not a big deal. I don't know why you're making a big deal out of it. Or right. get the fuck over it. Right. No, you literally just let me talk. And sometimes that's all you need to do. No judgment. Literally. No, whatever. Just let someone talk. Stop telling people just to get over talk. it. Let them fucking talk. A lot of the times, they'll talk themselves into a fucking conclusion. How many times have we literally texted each other and said like, I just need to I'm talk out set. loud. I'm all set. <laughs> or like send each other paragraphs yeah. and then was like, all right, never mind. False alarm. But like just having that like, like for us, like that safe space. Yeah. Oh like my God. You're, you're 100% not my it. safe you're space. You're not trying like, to make me feel a different way or, ma- or this is what you should do about it. Or like, oh, like, you know, 
well, really, you know, people are going through much worse than that. Like, it's just, blah, I'm emotionally yeah. unloading. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, You're I got literally you. the person that knows the most about me. If it's something that Same. I haven't told you, it's because I'm internalizing. I'm trying to figure it out. No one else fucking knows. <laughs> you get pissed that I didn't tell you. Because no somebody else. else knows. No, nobody else when knows. When you hooked up with someone that I don't know about, they know and I well, don't. Well, they know, but they don't know the rest of it. They don't know context. <laughs> Those are the old days. They are the context. Plus, what do you mean? I didn't want to tell their wives. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. <sighs> fuck. I went through a little identity issue thing, but it's fine. Um, that was like I didn't two judge years you. ago. I only judged you for not telling me. You totally judged me for not telling you. And <laughs> only because I actions. only because like I felt like I needed to tell you. So instead of telling you, I was like, what happens if I hook up with a married man essentially? And I fucking You tore me yeah, in one. Yep, yep, it yes, did. yes, rightfully so. Um guys, I'm sorry. Um we digress. Um mental health issues are mental health yes, issues. They are issues. They to, are health issues. To they are tell somebody to fucking you never get to tell someone how to feel or what to feel or what they should do or how they should handle things. Right. Ever. Just Ever. Never. It's just not okay. And as, as a general rule, like, just be a fellow human. And if you can't, if you can't provide that support, I guess, humanely, is that the right word? I think maybe you shouldn't be in that person's life. Yeah, because what because works for I'm you. Because I'm thinking about all of the friends that we grew up with, and you're the one that's been able else. to constantly just be a lending. I don't care if you don't give advice on that time. Like you're, oh, you're very good at advice. You always have been, but like there are some instances where you Sometimes can't give you advice, and you're just listening. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I just need to vent, yeah. and you're just like fucking in those mm-hmm, songs. Mm-hmm. And you recognize that though. Like I think you're more intuitive about it, just being like. I'm not going to give you my thoughts unless you ask for it, right? No. So. (sighs) Yeah. I think it's, I I think it's, I I mean, I just like the eighth time that I came back to like my sister and my nephew, but like, I think that's such a huge deal. Is where it's like for my sister, what worked for her. Well, I think it does because it's a total reflection of what you went through. Just fucking get over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for somebody, for that to be the advice that my sister received, and that worked for her, was super damaging for my nephew. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, even if you're somebody who does experience anxiety or depression, and, like, you just, that's what works for you, you just kind of get over it. You know what I mean? Like, it's still not your place to, like, tell someone else to, like, no, just get over it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it, it that can, should never that cross. Can definitely be well, more damaging than helpful. Like, like let, let it cross your mind, but I guess it's up to your judgment and your own character whether or not you're going to vocalize it, right? Because yeah, there's we all also, think. There's we also, all think. There's also a million ways to present your own the point. Same, right. Yeah. It's just so fascinating. I'm sorry. I was looking up on my oh. phone um, and I, I couldn't find it some article about psychology today and your application um and your relationships to your own mental health struggle and i thought i saved it and i didn't Mm. which i'm kind of pissed off about i really should have sent it to you 
because um, I send you stupid okay. shit. <laughs> Don't open this. <laughs> but, um, guys, this has <laughs> been... It's so weird because I want to say it was vulnerable, but it also felt natural because I'm talking to you physically in front of me. Like, it's been yeah. natural yeah. in that. But that we're going to post an episode that's over an hour and a half long doesn't even feel like it. No. Because these are natural conversations for us. Oh, you literally. Know, we, like, we literally think each other all the time. <laughs> literally, like, every other day. And I like, really find it hard to believe, it. but also in retrospect, be like, oh, I guess not. Like, that, just, like, appreciate your friends. This is not necessarily like mental health related but like i appreciate i appreciate you every single fucking day and i think that literally every day like just check in on your friends make sure they're okay maybe they're not your best friend in the whole world like biff you're my fucking soulmate i fucking know it literally and i'm like your uncle knew it before we did (laughs) (laughs) i can't i'm not even going there (laughs) please don't (laughs) but (laughs) that's great but just check on your You friends. never know we what all, somebody's going through. We all have our mental health struggles. No even idea. if it's not a mental health issue, we all have psychological You never defaults. know what somebody's all have, dealing yeah. with. Um, I, I'm really hoping that... Um, Speaking of mental was health that? issues, do not handle them like that. On the outside of the window. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys heard that. We're sorry. Um, I guess what I'm just trying to say is just like, be a friend. You don't have to be the best friend. Just, just be a friend, you know? Yeah. Everyone goes through their struggles. I know this episode was kind of a little bit everywhere, Everywhere. but I think we wanted to make it that way too. I was Um, super wanting to be like relatable or for like somebody to be like, oh my God, like. Maybe I have anxiety or maybe I have depression or like, oh, wow, it's okay that my family doesn't understand mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. Like, it's totally okay. Just super, yeah, just super relatable and like, you're at where you're at and that's okay, period. And that's Period. That. You gotta you're make it at rhyme. where you're at and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay if you're just fighting to get out of bed or if the only thing you do is get out of bed and shower. That's fucking okay. Like, or if you have a fucking hip injury and can't sit down, (laughs) that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, you're at where you're at, and that's okay. And other people are at where they're at, and that's also okay. It's true. It's true. It's not up to you to validate someone's struggle. It's up to you to be there for them if you're their true friend. Yeah. Or family, or yeah. etc. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be aware of them or what they're going through for you to be like understanding and accepting and like yeah. supporting. It's true. It's so true. It's a fucking huge deal. Uh, yes. So expect the next few episodes to be this heavy. <laughs> We just want to bring but probably light. not this all over the place. Right. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> or probably because that's probably, who we are. Because that's who we are. As long as we follow it, 
you guys better be on board. <laughs> we don't get to tell people how to feel. That's back. right. That's right. Um, but um, this is. You're not alone. You're not. This is a very, very important topic to the both of us. Um, you, you're studying it. Me, I've lived it my entire life. And mm. it's just, it's something very near and dear to the both of us, um, whether it's us personally, the people that we care about, etc. We're just very in tune to it. We're, I'm happy to talk through it. We're Always. happy to give guidance on it. We're not Always. professionals, but we we try to relate on a personal level. Yeah. And if we can't relate, then we just accept what it is. You just or talk. what you're feeling. or Just talk. Yeah. And, and It's super important. Don't shut yourself out and lock yourself in your bedroom and believe yourself. So don't believe your thoughts. Don't believe your, don't thoughts. Believe your thoughts. When they're negative, please don't believe don't them. Don't believe your thoughts. It's if scary they're positive, and it's like totally fall for them. It's scary and dangerous. Like I beat myself up for probably two or three days for not being a better friend while you were going through Which what you were going through. Which is ridiculous to me because I'm. You never one time were like, oh my God, you should have been a better friend. Because you know, if I needed to talk, I would come to you and yeah. talk to you. Yeah. And that's. Which is so, and and I beat myself up over, and this may be a little TMI for everyone, but when you and I were having kind of that struggle when you found out you were pregnant, and that's a whole other story. Oh, you can't give what you don't have. That's just a whole other story. But, I mean, I beat myself up about, beat myself up about, I think I just combined two words together. It's fine. But... Yeah, I, I get on my own case about not being there for you at the beginning like you needed me to be. And I think that all we can do is learn and progress from what we feel and also like the other person's understanding. I was going to say, but I also want you or yeah. our listeners to, to also know that like I was aware of like, right. this isn't intentional, this isn't you're at where you're at. Right. Everyone's at where they're at. And that's, and that's literally okay. it. That's it. You don't need to dissect it. You don't need to call a therapist. You don't need the most sophisticated scientific equipment to figure it out. It's literally like, let people be where they're at and yep. just be there for them. Yep. Compassion is, it just goes such a long way. It goes so long. That literally is the difference between somebody who's there tomorrow and somebody who is there forever that no somebody who killed themselves well, it's not, oh yeah yeah yep that's literally. literally the difference literally it's just an ear just fucking yep. talk yep just fucking talk if you don't really care about humans don't fucking bother don't yeah don't invest or have them invest just doesn't make sense but also, just, if you can't get out of your own feelings and, like, you think that just, like, everyone should see or feel how you feel, like, fuck off. Yeah, there's there are a lot of different ways. I didn't take it to heart when you were going through what you were going through. And, like, I was. I d it didn't hit like, me didn't either even, until you were like, I need you. And I was like, oh, my God, my best friend needs me. And I'm, like, in my own fucking world. Like, I Which was okay. But I never thought of that. And it was well, of course like, not, because you were dealing with what right. you were dealing with. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how could you have been aware of, like... Also, 
just a blanket statement again across the board. You can deal with more than one fucking thing. You can deal with as much sometimes as you need you to fucking deal with it. Sometimes, and sometimes you, you can't. can't. That's true too. Sometimes you can't. But you can be experiencing simultaneous reactions. Yeah, but it's okay that like you had no fucking clue until right. I was like, I need my fucking best friend. I know. I know. <laughs> like, I remember this conversation uh, yeah, where you were standing I, to this day and I was like, oh my God, I'm not there for her. And I didn't, it was like no hard feelings. It was just like, hey, teacher. Hi, hi here I am. Teacher. I live here. Hi. Hello. <laughs> like, my mom and my sister are in South Carolina. The right. guy I'm pregnant with is a POS. And like my dad's. My words. My dad and <laughs> like it's yeah. just me. Like, you know what I mean? It was totally and it was like I didn't have hard feelings about like where you were at and you weren't like, okay, yeah, but I'm also going through this. You know what I mean? It was right. like a same but with like the trash. You were yeah, like feeling I frustrated, not totally specifically like at me, but in general you're feeling frustrated. And right. I was like, Oh. Oh, right. Of course you are. It's been three months and I haven't touched right. the trash one time. And then you were like, oh, of course you haven't touched the trash one time. Because this because is how you were brought you up. You were raised. And, yeah. and here we are, still best friends. We're Guys, just fucking talk to your friends. Just fucking just communicate. Just fucking communicate. Like, I really don't think it's that hard. Uh, we're and we weren't taught to, to fucking day. communicate. So, like. Uh, that's probably why we communicate. That's probably. It's like the assholes. two What's brothers the fucking, with I the can't. alcoholic dad. One turns into an alcoholic. One's like right. anti. Or the two sisters. Yeah, or the sister Or the fraternal brother. twins. Or the. What's the opposite of the fraternal twins? Identical. Identical. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just, I, I'm sorry to cut just this off, accepting. but we're like, just we're accepting. almost two hours in, so. And they don't listen anyway. They don't listen anyway. <laughs> actually, that's not true. I'm actually surprised at the numbers that we get, and I'm not. We're honestly, guys, we're not in this for the listeners. We're in this for our own mental health, and we're fucking loving this every really, second of it. This really, I think for both of us, when we started this, was like a big. And that Biff time, that's the big deal. That's yeah. a big deal to me. Yeah. I'm like, no, um, yes. Sunday, Sunday, I got yeah. Biff time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I love it because we don't, we had a hard time making time for each other yeah. for a little I mean, while. Well, yeah, I mean. And it was, it wasn't intentional, but like, obviously. Yeah. We wanted to be together, but shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. life. Also, I don't care when my favorite podcast person has two and a half hour long that's true too guys we're your favorite podcast people if you're still listening 141 minutes in and i'm not i'm sorry one hour and 41 minutes yeah over two hours no um but if you say you didn't have therapy this week no i'm on um try right you mentioned that on wednesday which is coming out last episode which is only five days away from today so i guess i already talked about mine (laughs) which was on that wednesday all right um i guess oh yeah yeah we're still having another podcast about this because i didn't there's like there's so much more um and i think it's gonna be more pointed i think it's gonna be we left off the last podcast about me feeling spunky and not wanting to fucking yeah. deal with my mental health yep but that was supposed that's to be a really good one podcast so this is so going to be <laughs> yeah this is our, our part of our series is we're going to spend the whole month of may 
discussing um, our mental health issues um, and hoping that somebody relates to them because That's we're the okay place. with where we are. Yeah. We're not necessarily yeah. okay with the progress of it. We're not necessarily like okay with. We're learning to be that. Right. We're at where we're at and that's okay. So guys, send us your questions. We probably won't get to them anyway because you don't send them. At, you've been ill-advised at yeah, gmail.com. We will still get to them because we don't get them. So <laughs> that's my point. When you send um, us on, we'll get to it. But follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ill-advised the podcast because about damn time they matched. <laughs> yes. Um And thank you so much for listening. You've been ill-advised.